SFJ 4x4 Studios presents in my in my oversized four-wheel drive Jeep a Jeep podcast starring industry experts pure monosity what what <laughs> say that again with mad scientist Scott Brown use my drill press as a sort of lathe our host Neil Simpson if one light goes out they all go out filled with shenanigans we we are really professional with jeeps this is i speak jeep good morning afternoon evening wherever however you are joining us this is the i speak jeep podcast presented by sfj4x4.com and we are sitting in the sfj4x4 studio on grandma's couch coming to you live 10 19 a.m on monday for it's sfj time it's fine for the the introductory 12 jeeps of christmas or jeepmas 12 days of jeepmas yep yes we'll we'll do the first four of this episode i know everybody's just primed and ready for this everybody but you (laughs) no doubt on discord they were even uh talking about last night they were very excited yep yep yep. that's right for for those uh that is our patreon we encourage anybody and everybody can join we appreciate those who do you get involved in a private discord uh with us and we enjoy sharing with you i shared a little bit of my weekend and there's Um, also been uh a few fun vlog episodes that are released only on only Patreon. on our Patreon. Yeah, yeah no yeah, doubt. That's really fun. So my name is Neil, as I mentioned, and who am I joined with in studio? In our festive stuff. In, so, in appropriately festive. Uh, Jeff Shermani. In the ugliest sweater today. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and it's got I, gizmo I, on it. But I approve. <laughs> it's gizmo. No way. Gremlins. <laughs> oh my God, they're gremlins. I didn't even look at you. <laughs> It yeah. was so ugly There's that I wasn't paying attention gremlins to Gremlins on the sleeve. Yes. Oh, it is a Christmas Gremlins. That's right. <laughs> You're only no, Jeff. No, no source of, <laughs> yeah. of, of amaze and, and, and surprise, Jeffrey. Wow. Wow. That's okay. And, and then if you're one of the cool kids, this has the SFJ, you know. Tis the season. Tis the season to be wheeling. Yes. Sure. That's right. Uh, yeah. Sweaters, sweater. So yeah, so so Scott's we're, we're got rocking both styles. We got the zip up and we got the pullover. We do have both. You're right. We have both. I can still pull stuff over my head. I'm not that old yet, so <laughs> it's obviously no. it's a couple months ahead of me. Uh, I no, went with the zip up too. Just saying. You know what it is? What it is? I I want my plaid uh, to be uh, appropriately Proper. properly displayed. Yeah, I, I can't believe you didn't have them do a plaid hoodie for you with a. Oh. So so here's the, here's the challenge. Just just we have been looking for plaid <laughs> options for years now, um, and and I really want to get into like a plaid, uh, like a work shirt or like a summer shirt, and we'll get there. We will, but the actual physical shirt is very hard to come by. Yeah. So here's the thing, and if you're aware of us, folks, and I actually had a customer come up over the weekend who had gotten one of our new hoodies, and he was like, hey, I, I really dig it. it. It feels good. It's a comfortable hoodie, and it's nice and warm. You know, So they were out at uh, – um, I was out at the uh, the Goodyear uh, Blimp Toys for Tot Jeeps Only Drive. Yep. And uh, good good friend and customer you know, comes up and says, hey, nice hoodies. And, and it's always been – I think uh, our approach is to – 
uh, to create merchandise out of quality materials. Yeah. Because I am one who, I, I don't care how cheap or how expensive a, a shirt is. If, if it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't wash well, if it right. doesn't wear then you're well. you're not going to wear it. Then you're not going to wear it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I, I don't know that he would understand the compliment that he was paying uh, to us, to our process yeah. at that time. Right in your feels. But I was like, right in my feels, because I was like, yes, that's what we want. We want good yeah. quality because we want you to be able to wear it out and, and actually represent. And, and we all wear our own stuff. Correct. Yeah. That's, that's we, want, we want selfishly. We want to be comfortable that's too. Right. That's right. That's, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yes. Uh, we're wearing the same stuff. So, uh, anywho, so we're in that. Scott's in the in the gray pullover, and I got yeah. the uh, the zip with the back plate, which I I like. I'm gonna just jump to the comments here. Joe started off with, "Well, we're waiting." Uh, that was our extended uh, time. Because extended we were, time? No, we we, we were talking rather than starting. Um, that <laughs> never. never happens. No. Um, and then. Brad saying, good morning, fellas. Welcome back. Darlow said, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Roy said, good morning, everyone. Uh, Rob from Daddy Jeep said, morning, guys. Darla called out Scott, hey, now, for the pullover comment. I I just mean that towards Neil. Because she loves her zip-up as well. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. And the zip-ups and pullovers are available for purchase. Just give us a call. We can get them ordered. I know what it was. He didn't want to mess up his hair. That's exactly That's what it was. The the mohawk takes priority. <laughs> I uh, I really debated because of course as we move into the winter months, we uh, most of our our listeners and viewers know that I love my hats, um, and I do have a especially a specific hat, especially a <laughs> very specific hat. You're right. It gets um, compliments on it all the time. I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to divert here in just a hot second. I have a hat that matches this uh, this blue, which I'm very specific. This blue is very specific for us uh, mm-hmm. chosen. Um, but I have a hat that, that matched it and I thought about wearing it, but, um, my wife likes to say that the, the higher my Mohawk, the, the happier I am, the better my day is going to be. Um, (laughs) she too does her hair in such a way that she has a little poof in her hair. And so we always kind of joking, jokingly tell each other like the higher her poof. So this is my poof and it's nice and high. competing though? Because you guys are all about the competition. My (laughs) We uh, we are 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 not in uh, hair competition, but I can tell you my hair is uh, standing nice the and only, tall and strong. The right only now. reason they're not in the competition is he's not ready for the man bun. Oh, stop oh. it! Definitely not. I actually, I actually uh, saw a picture. I was trying to grow my beard out a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, please don't ever let me do that kind of stuff." Again. I tried growing my hair out once when we were uh, like in our teens, and I was like, "Oh my, it's the worst. I am the worst with long hair." I, I get my hair. To the moppy look, and I'm like, I gotta shave it. I can't. If, do I, it. if I do that, and start painting happy little trees and stuff, so <laughs> I can't do that. Happy accident. <laughs> um, my hat. I gotta be honest with you. I love my hat desperately. Uh, if you know me. I think it's just kind of is fitting to the peculiarity of my personality. Yeah. I do believe that somebody judged me over the weekend and I had to like nah. take my hat off and like go straight business mode on them, you know? And I had to be like, so listen. When it's real when the hat comes off. Yeah, I did. I did. I took the hat off. <laughs> I kind of moved the hair around a little bit and I was like, let's talk business now, you know? Don't, don't. The hats are off. The hats are off. Yeah. No, I. Well, my, what you should have done is just spun the hat backwards at that point and. Gone business mode that way. The hat would be, I would cover my face, yeah, Jeffrey. That's the point. Oh, weird. <laughs> Weirdo. No. no. <laughs> Weirdo. Um, I do want to take a moment. Uh, obviously, you know, people chiming in and, and following along. Uh, we recently, uh, in our, our little break and duration here, um, 
So I, I will kind of in an official capacity say that uh, I had reached out with a, a family thing on social. So if you're following on my social page, I thank you for all the people who responded um, positively, sending you know good thoughts, prayers, vibes uh, into the universe and, and my way uh, to the, towards my family. So things are as manageable as they can be at this time. And uh, procedures and everything went very well. So thank you for those of you who've reached out personally um, or publicly in that capacity. It is sincerely appreciated. Additionally, in this duration that we have been off air, uh, we had our Christmas parade, which was epic. Absolutely. And we'll probably talk about a, a little bit of that in just a few minutes. I'll let somebody else share. But I specifically want to take this moment to recognize um, folks who brought us gifts or uh, wanted to share in a capacity. Uh, I do have those in studio with us today, and I'm going to attempt to uh, show them a little bit. Um, there's so many. I, I wasn't <laughs> <We're> <laughs> ready. I wasn't ready. So I mean, uh, I could have helped, but it's more fun to watch. Helped. You just try you to help. So I have um, a new... Uh, aloe plant yep. for us not to kill in shop. But we still love the old one. Uh, we still love Fred. Yeah. The old one. Yeah. Um, what are we going to name Frank. the new one? Frank. Frank, Frank. is the old Frank. one. Yeah, we My don't bad. even know his name. Frank. We love him so much. His name. <laughs> <laughs> Frank the aloe plant. Oh, boy. <laughs> who's, who's, well, he Frank was doing well for a couple years, and then, and then we started calling call him customers. Fred, and he and died. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey, that's not okay. Um, so the uh, so no the customer knocked him off the the counter. Yeah, he and, had a rough go of it, and he had a rough go of it. He's been repotted forcibly like two or three times at this point. <laughs> they still try it. I'll so, give them that. Um, so we have this beautiful new aloe plant, which is actually uh, a heirloom plant. It's been actually uh, repotted from. Uh, our customer Sue's larger parent plant. Um, and then even this one, she grabbed one that had uh, offshoots and babies to it. So we will be able to plant more. Um, so thank you, Sue, for thinking of us and, and that. Uh, Chip and Aaron um, uh, gave us a couple spectacular things. Um, first of all, Chip had been digging through a family member's uh, estate and found the most spectacular little vintage die-cast Jeep. Yep. Um, and, uh, he had reached out. He said, Hey, I have something for you at the parade. And, you know, I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, is it, is it stamped with Mattel on the bottom or anything? Um, or I'm not metal? sure. I'm not that's, sure. I don't think so. That's pre Hot Wheels there, That's man. pre, right? <laughs> this is the super old era. And yeah. I just, I love, um, both the, the vintage nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously that he was, you know, kind enough to share with us. Aaron handmade this spectacular Christmas card for, uh, for our, uh, our shop. And she and, is so crafty. Yep. Uh, without a doubt. So for, you know, for them to share those things with us, uh, sincerely appreciate that. Um, and then we had, uh, multiple good, uh, fun gifts come in. We have this custom SFJ ornament, uh, by, uh, Diana. And uh, she is uh, she runs Tool City Jeep Jam. So if you're in the local uh, area to Western Pennsylvania, that is a, a, a growing show and event. Um, and she came in and participated. So thank you for your participation in the parade, but also this really super nice. I mean, that's good quality. I, I, I think that, that needs is. to be hung on the tree after this. Well, we are definitely going to hang yeah. it on the tree, right? Um, and then ultimately, I had made uh, the statement uh, of. Loving, 
uh, Darla's bedazzled hat um, at the Fourth of <laughs> July parade. So for Christmas, um, for those of you who are are, are are dedicated listeners, all three of you, uh, I am holding that hat in studio right now. But also, obviously, for our viewers, um, this is the shiniest. Uh, bedazzled hat that I could imagine. She claims that this is a men's hat. Uh, that she specifically uh, found me a men's bedazzled American flag hey, hat. It's 2023. I'm not judging. So I just I think it's really valuable to know this is how much I appreciate it. But I am actually going to go ahead and put this on over, over the, the mohawk. The mohawk. Um, and, and wear my bedazzled American, uh, flag 4th of July hat, which I will absolutely have, um, for our 4th of July parade coming up, obviously in six, seven months. I love that it's like denim too. Oh, so it's a denim hat that's bedazzled with the American flag. You know, if it wasn't, if it wasn't so, uh, so cliche, uh, for the, uh, you know, Somebody's not going to be happy with this, but the Canadian tuxedo. I used to rock the best denim jacket with with jean denim jeans look back in the day. Um, I might have to bring that out for Fourth of July, but like a like <laughs> a denim cutoff <laughs> and like cutoff shorts oh. and this hat. That I, might be what's happening at Fourth of July parade. I I don't know if I want to see that or not. <laughs> so, so then, a part of me wants to see that. It, the rest of it's going no. So we need to get a bedazzler. And do the and continue the theme to bedazzle my little short yeah, cut off my, your cut, my off. cut off shorts. If you're gonna do it, you gotta go all in. Oh, full bedazzled. I mean, I, I'm going back to infomercial. Days. I'm not that guy. <laughs> Goodness. So yeah, you know what? Those are just some of the gifts. There have been uh, sweets and goodies uh, coming in. Um, if I if I didn't mention something on air and I missed it, uh, you know I, I understand. We sincerely appreciate you thinking about us and sharing with us and uh, sending gifts our way to the to to our facility. Um, and we do recognize that these are some of the ones that that have been uh, you know stuck out to me that I wanted to make sure we got off my desk and on air today. Mm-hmm. So the rest we ate. <laughs> that's right. We've been eating <laughs> eating, eating our our celebratory uh, uh, <laughs> gifts. So, anywho, guys, what's been going on in your lives? Uh, obviously, this is the Lifestyle Podcast, and so we do like to share a little bit. Um, you know what? I'm going to take one. I actually saw a trailer. Oh. It is, it is manufactured by Timberwolf. Oh. Uh, Leo and I were together. I saw a trailer. Uh, I think it's a park model. I'll just put that out there. But it is literally bigger, uh, taller, and similarly narrow as yours. That makes me feel good. Yeah. I mean, it's I was- made out of bricks. I uh, I don't I mean I, it's I pulled probably up on actually it. aluminum framed. I, I, probably it is because I, that's the only way you can get that height. I think and it actually had um it had a, a an overlook so it actually had a porch. Okay, I kid you not. It had a porch and um above the porch was it was probably a, a a three foot two to three foot. Um, you know, cubby that, you know, probably you could, a loft that you could throw kids up in, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, so you have a full height of standing and then a two or three foot loft space. That makes mine look short. I, I'm telling you, Leo and I were together, we were running down uh, one of the events or one of the places we took Chuck this weekend and uh, I pulled in, I was pulling in the gas station. I was like, holy cow, look at that thing, you know? That's awesome. And it was a manufactured, I mean, it's it's made by Timberwolf, which is a, a name brand camper. We actually used Timberwolf. Uh, layouts for some of our design. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, would, I looked through a lot. Of, I did not see that 
camper that you're talking about. So yeah, well, my goodness, I, it looked <laughs> identical. I seriously, I was seriously having a little bit of hard time. It was misting. I was seeing through the the windshield. I didn't have the wipers on fast enough or something, and I saw it, and I was like. Is that Jeff? Like, is, <laughs> is Jeff on the road right now? You know, and I was like, "Oh no, that is that is a manufactured. Somebody has spent money on that." I understand if you built it by yourself in your side yard, but <laughs> not sure how I feel right now. <laughs> Somebody wow. intentionally did that. <laughs> I just—it's got to be a park model because there's no way. I mean, this is a sailboat running down the highway. I mean, there's you know? some of the gooses are so tall. Oh like, yeah, over top of the cab, and I—I I just think like. We'll be back after a quick break. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. I'm okay if it's a fifth wheel uh, or a goose, you know yeah. what I mean? It's a bumper pole. Bumper poles weird me out when they're that that height, wow. you yeah. know? That's just very challenging. It's a battleship running down the highway oh, totally. pulled, pulled by a tugboat, you yep, know? definitely. And uh, while I understand the, 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 the affirming nature of your one-ton gladiator... Um, <laughs> it's still, I'd still really, I should, I should let you try to pull that sometime just to see how it pulls. We, we, sh- and Davey could, could video, we yeah. could, we could, uh, we could take for a I little think, test. I drive. think you'd be surprised at how, how well that actually does. It's, it, it surprised me. I'll tell you that. Scott, Scott helped the chassis. So that, that's exactly <laughs> it. I mean, hundred percent. Don't forget we lowered it. We, we lowered it and, and. Changing that wheelbase really really made a, made a difference. difference. Interesting, yeah, interesting. So uh, I was just sharing because I was thinking of you over the weekend. You know, camper and where is the camper right now? In my backyard. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just a big clubhouse, or do you have it like winterized, or what are you? Uh, so the kids have been using it as a big clubhouse. Yeah, um, that's, cool. that's cool. They they really want to do a snowy day sleepover in it. So we told them once, just in a... the backyard, or you yep, think you might just go in the backyard? That's cool. Um. Kristen's all about try, trying out the heater in there and seeing how well it holds the heat. Sure. I think it'll do okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't see why not. It's a, uh, it's a well-constructed. The plus side is it's our backyard, so if it doesn't hold up, right, yeah, just go just right inside. Yeah. right inside. Yeah. yeah. So. Perfect. Um, that's, that's kind of been a talking thing, and kids have literally been using it as a clubhouse in the backyard. I'm sure. Um, but as far as things this weekend goes, I mean, we traveled to Erie to get Xander an updated pair of glasses. His broke under warranty, issues with the screws, sure. just falling out and not staying. So they, they gave him a new pair. He was telling me all about it at the parade. It was very, very loquacious. Uh, oh, Xander his, was? Yeah, Xander was, was telling me all about his glasses and, and how, how you had tried to repair them already. And Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we, we just kept putting the screws back in, and they just literally would fall out sure. within days. Um, and we went to... Uh, eyeglass world to get it repaired and they tried a bigger fatter screw and said yep. here this will hold and i said no that's going to stretch the hinge I said, no it'll be fine they put the screw in and the <laughs> arm was snap 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 mm-hmm. i'm like yeah this isn't going to work that's just going to break the hinge and they're like no it's fine let me see and they they do it and they're like oh i can feel it popping i mm. hear it now I'm like, yeah yep so they just ordered a new pair that's um good. so we picked that up 
Um, I stopped at World of Music in Erie uh, just to touch base with the manager there. And happenstance, I ran into a good friend and musician who just happened to be in the store, um, Matthew Craze, which is ironic, and you'll appreciate this later in the day. He tagged me in a Facebook memory from when we became friends on Facebook. Nice. I'm like, what are the odds of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... That crashing was, souls, man. That's yeah. Crashing souls. So that was fun. Other than that, um, we tried to have a relaxing weekend. Our dryer, I, I told you guys about our dryer did break during our, our break. Um, <laughs> and uh, the the door the door switch just snapped off. Not a big deal, except for the fact that the door itself has also been sagging and getting worse. Mm. Uh, so you have to lift the door as you close it anyways. Mm. So... For temporary purposes, instead of buying a door switch, I just wired in. Uh, like a toggle? Uh, nope. I just took a wire and looped it and made it a, a straight loop so that there's no safety switch. So the dryer can run with or without the door. Not a big deal in my mind. but As long as a child doesn't crawl in there. That is a big deal in my house. Right. Uh, so anyways, uh, interestingly enough, we learned on Sunday that you can't buy a dryer on the spot anymore. No. No, appliances, period, Period. have to be ordered. Yep. They don't stock them anymore. I would love for one of our customers who might be in the appliance industry, uh, specifically the big box stores. And I'm assuming that that was what you were indicating, right? So so before we get away from mom and pops, which obviously is an independent retailer, uh, servicer, detail, you know, distributor, so on and so forth. And I'm going to say, even from what I, from what I'm finding out, a lot of them, those places are also switching to non-inventory in-house. It's an ordering system. Which is fine. What I can factually say is that uh, I've been exposed to a number of people recently through the box store distribution network. So your Home Depots, your Lowe's, your Menards, um, you know, I guess those are your big ones anymore. Yep. You cannot go in there same day, leave with an appliance. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out Home Depot because I was, I was frustrated by them. Their website doesn't even give you an option for pickup. Hmm. That's weird. You can get delivery on, an, on the dryer. It's free delivery. Yeah, but that's it. Oh. so if you want to buy an appliance for pickup from there, you have to go into the store and order it. Yes, and then go back to the store when it's available for pickup. Huh. So, so how long are they saying? About a week. Well, delivery. Oh. So delivery, they're offering delivery next day. Supposedly, I was told in house at both locations. Don't trust what our website says on that. Yeah, interesting. Because they're using a third party delivery system that's bringing it from some warehouse that's yeah. not even Lowe's or Home Depot's. Oh dear! I I literally saw a uh, a disheveled Amazon worker yesterday. Was uh, Sunday, so if you're listening to this in live time or, or relatively uh, close to when we're you know producing it, uh, it was Sunday. Disheveled Amazon worker dragging a some type of appliance hmm. up like a hundred and fifty foot uh, rural driveway. Uh, yesterday on one of my Jeep excursions uh, throughout the countryside. And I just thought, when did, well, first of all, I mean, I'm sure Amazon, you know, has appliances. I guess I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think of, yeah. about going there to buy my washer or my dryer or my stove. Anything I think Amazon. you can buy just about anything. I get it. But Sunday, Amazon driver by their self, dragging a, an appliance up the driveway. I wonder if they offered hookup that poor Amazon driver's got to hook up. I, I don't know. <laughs> so from a person... Dumping that and running, right? Well, I was going to say... <laughs> Surprise, they're person, dragging it up the stairs at that point. It was just the driveway. You know what I mean? So I can tell you, um, from as a person who has bought oversized things from Amazon, um, specifically the Amazon delivery indicates uh, you can get it put in a safe space 
out outside or around of your house, or you can have it um, in a garage. But if you want it into the house, you have to pay. Uh, Amazon will subcontract like a moving company if yeah. available in your area well, and to put it in your house. Additionally, if you do order something large and it says driveway delivery, be cautious. That means they're dropping it at the end of your driveway. Not that they're putting it up in the top of your driveway. The driveway it, delivery is at the curb. It's yeah. a driver's discretion at that point. Driver's discretion, yeah. I've heard Mo that. Most drivers aren't going to take it uh, I'm watching this lady tote this thing. I mean, who knows what they, they, they paid for or indicated, yeah. but... Amazon I mean, I just, is supposed to take it at least to the building. Yeah. They're, they're not supposed to do curbside deliveries. Long story short, I've heard a growing thing. Appliances not available at, in the stores anymore. So, Super uh, wild. There and, and just so that I'm factual, because I know somebody's going to call me out, there are a couple items that you could get. Sure. But it's, it's, it's very slim. Very selection. slim. It's very random. And it's not anything that most people are looking for. And sure. when I asked them, I asked specifically, I said, hey, well, why don't you stock these anymore? Well, we don't really sell appliances like we used to. Used to be ten a day on a Saturday. Now we're we're lucky if we sell one on a Saturday. And I, I, and I was just I, oh. my reply was, well, maybe if you stocked them, people would be able to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think that that's just um, absolutely it. I mean, to 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 talk about your your factual approach to say they're just not stocking them. You know, and, this has changed, and that blows my mind because I, I, I and throughout my life I have never went ahead of time going, hey, I need need to buy this whole set of appliances ahead of time yeah. i've bought them when i needed them mm -hmm. right and when i need it i i kind of need it i don't want to wait sure two weeks for it to show up sure so that that was mind-boggling to me that uh i think we talked about it around thanksgiving that you had a friend that needed we, did. A we stove. had a friend who literally their stove went out like the day before thanksgiving and and you can't buy it in the store couldn't buy it in the store now to to home depot's credit locally yeah they um their their gm uh, made it happen and was able to work their magic and sold one of the units. But they had to jump through hoops to do all that. the hoops because they, all they the don't hoops. sell the floor models. Correct. Hmm. Correct. We got to keep them for display because we don't have them in stock to show them. That's, that's their excuse. Yeah. Really fascinating situation. It's, it's so much different than it used to be. Hmm. Scott, how was your, uh, your, your time away? Your, uh, your acquisition of your one-ton gladiator. <laughs> um, well, uh, so my wife, every time I get a, well, the last two Jeeps, this one being number two, uh, has tried to say, well, okay, now we're not going to modify it right away. Uh, Why would she say that? Th this time it was five years. It was her threaten. Uh, so I put a front bumper on it already. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that kind of negativity. Yeah, Amy, fine. come on, Amy knows better. Uh, with I, with it, LED fog lights, it's all in jest. I think. Anyway, uh, it's already got the taser. He's <laughs> like, I slept on the couch. No, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> um, so got that mod and the taser done. Uh, went ahead and my for some reason mine did not have LEDs in the front from the factory. Uh, so I went ahead and switched that out so that the fogs and excuse me in the bumper work. Mm -hmm. uh, so now I'm looking at winches and that kind of stuff and shocked at how expensive those have gotten. Uh, but I digress. We're going to talk about that a little bit today in our yeah. winter preparation conversation. Yep. And uh, I'm feeling a little bit naked on the front of the Jeep without a winch going into winter. Going but... into winter. That's yeah. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> so uh, on the 36, I uh, was able to get both carbs rebuilt uh, with my good friend Bob uh, help. He kind of, he did, you know, I have dose carburetors 
Uh, so he did one, I did one, kind of showed me the ropes of that. So hopefully next time in a very distant future, not immediately after it runs, uh, if I need to tear one apart, I will know what to do. Sure. Uh, went ahead and used uh, their Stromberg 97s for those car guys out there. And we use official Stromberg rebuild kits. Even give you a little water slide decal for the top of the carb that says genuine uh, Stromberg, you know, where did you find, where did you find Stromberg rebuild kits? Uh, so Stromberg, uh, as an entity is, uh, back functioning. Oh, uh, okay. So it's uh, a reproduction piece then. This was not a NOS no. kit that you found. No, they, well, and it's, you know, it's all high quality stuff. They're right, using, but it's, uh, it's a reproduction based on the fad of these flatheads coming back into, into style. Yes, basically. Okay. Uh, okay. And you can now buy brand new 97 straight from Stromberg. Well, and it's like kind of like us being able to buy an AX-15. Correct. Right. I mean, we're, we're, we're pushing 30 years pre, you know, yes. production. Yes. Um, yeah, I believe that they're in England at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone like us has bought the rights and the name and that kind of stuff, yes. but they also have a high stance on quality. So they're trying to do the brand justice. They've also expanded to do distributors. That's the uh, distributor I have on mine. They call it an e-fired, Stromberg's e-fire distributor. Okay. Uh, but yes, they are in that niche mar- market just for flatheads and early overhead That makes valves. sense to me. Yep. So anyway, got that done. Uh, another good company, small uh, over in, uh, I think it's Jersey. Uh, I got my throttle linkage set up that connects both carburetors together. And then I realized really quickly, uh, so factory, my car has a one rod for a choke and one rod for a throttle. Mm. Uh, some people joke that's your cruise control. You pull out the throttle rod and yeah, it just kind of, of goes down the road. Uh, where that throttle rod would have attached, uh, had this weird little bell crank thing that would allow you to push on the throttle with your foot, but still have that where it was. Uh, that had to all go away for the what they call a dog bone and linkage. Uh, so that left me with an empty hole in the dash, and I was excited because then I was like, "There, I can put something." So put a switch, put a switch put or a anything. Because I was not could put a button, not modifying the dash past uh, what I had done before paint. So any which way, uh, I have electric wipers on the car because I want to hopefully drive it, and that uh, has this huge street rod ish looking knob on it that was not fitting of what design i was going for this so i went overboard and decided to adapt the throttle rod to fit that so i had to make an adapter out of a bolt on my uh, 1932 lathe Hmm. and i made a bracket out of sheet metal that moves the switch back behind the dash but doesn't hit the cowl vent so i got a very small working area and then I sh- uh, shortened down the throttle rod so that that will go in, goes in with a set screw, and it screws to two holes on the bottom of the dash. So three days work to put a wiper switch in the car, yeah, but right? make it look right. Right? <laughs> Made it look perfect, <laughs> I'm sure. Yep. And I also shortened down the throttle rod because now the uh, carburetor that you're going, or the choke rod, I mean, uh, the carburetor is going to have an operation, operating choke is in the back. Uh, before it would have been in the middle of the motor, so that had to get shorter. And my rod that connects the throttle linkage on the firewall to the carburetor had to get shorter as well, so did all that. And then I promptly lost the rod that goes from the pedal pad to 
the linkage inside the car. So now I'm probably going to have to make one of those or buy one. I promptly lost. He, well, first of all, I, I got lost in the maze of rods right. and linkages. Right. Yeah. My eyes started to glaze I'm over. I was. Complicated. <laughs> I was like, this is this is a, a Ross cam system of pushing uh, and, and, and levering. And, yeah. If you've ever looked at a flathead steering linkage. Yes. That's oh my, my god. Oh my god. I I started to like panic in my and, chest. And for those that don't know, the throttle linkage actuates on the passenger side, even though you're on the driver's side. You know what now, I think he should do? I think he should make a drive by wire. So anyway. So I think what's interesting, so you eliminated your your throttle position uh rod. Is that correct? So back you in kept the day your choke. Back in the day you had to open your throttle a little bit. And open your choke a little bit and then start the car. Yes. I can't. I have to use my foot now, which yes. everyone that's listening to this is going, well, yeah, that's what you do. Right. But back in the 30s and older. You weren't intended to use your foot and you pump did, it. You, you reached in, you pulled that, you did that, you flipped the thing, you pushed a button on the floor. The other important thing is you had what looks like a dimmer switch. And I know I'm probably losing some people here, but a dimmer <laughs> switch in between the clutch and the brake pedals. That's how you started my car originally. I now have a push button on the. When you say a dimmer dash. switch, you mean a high low switch. Yes. Right, and I think that that's uh, for for people who are listening to us. A couple vintage pieces I want to uh, you know expand upon is that the the high beam switch that was in all the pickup trucks. Usually, yes. it was on the left uh, yes. foot well. Yep. Um, was the starter button for a lot of our vintage vehicles yes. or, or something similar, like right? It, yes. In fact, some of our vintage Willys Jeeps actually had a kickstart on them, folks, yeah. which is actually a really cool thing. It was actually just to the right yeah. of it was on uh, the your center hump. It was on the center. Yep. So the center tunnel. Put your heel on the throttle and touch it with your top of your yep. toe. <laughs> yep. You actually had to kickstart your 40s or 50s yeah. Willys uh, CJ, uh, you know, vehicle. Mm -hmm. Super cool old school technology. Yep. Now, well, the one piece that I'm going to talk about is that throttle rod that you, it sounds like you've eliminated. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's interesting how many of our uh, vintage vehicles had a, that um, for PTO application mm -hmm. um, or just you might idle up for a couple other reasons, any right, any multitude of reasons, and realistically, uh, folks who are listening to this podcast are probably you know mainly became drivers in the the seventies, eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. Yeah, um, we really got away from throttle control at the dash. Yes, uh, uh, as a automotive industry, and I think it's actually one of my features that I like the most about the Flash Cal, right? That yes. we actually sell for our JKs, JLs, uh, JTs, and Taser will do it too. Taser will do it to now for sure um you actually have a, a live time idle up function yep. for that winching time for that winching time yeah or jump starting or what other and, reason you any might. reason you'd want the throttle to be higher than idle and that's not something we even had uh five seven eight ten years ago on no. those on those flash cows that's actually something just within the last few years yep and if you look at a, a sadly vintage jeep which i'm talking about yjs or tjs Sadly, uh, and it's standard it shift, and, and takes. you need to have the throttle higher than you need it, and you need to have your feet doing other things. Uh, you'll see bicycle uh, shifters. That was on, a super common. That was throttle. a common thing. Yep, we had a, a throttle control on our shifter, and we used the bicycle adjuster, you yep. know, the, a, a gear selector. Yep, uh, to do so, so that you could, uh, as I personally experienced, not fall off the mountain while I was trying to two foot my gas and my brake yes. and my clutch. Yes, um, while it's on its side and the carburetor doesn't have the right fuel, and now it's not running right. One hundred percent. 
hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my goodness! So it, it, super cool stuff that you're working there. Yeah. Um, the other thing I I did as uh, I went ahead and finally got the starter back together and, and on and was able to hit the button for the first time and have it turn over, but not until uh, I put it all together. It didn't work. Took it to Bob and was like, "What did I do wrong?" He tore it all. We tore apart again, and he's like, "Well, what grease did you use? White lithium? Let me down, people." Really, uh, it's not a good lubricant kit on a '30s Ford starter. Really, <laughs> you huh. gotta use axle grease, bearing grease. Why? I don't understand. Uh, why? Because uh, it would not turn fast. The bearing, the bushings were actually gripping the armature so much with just white lithium on them, it would not turn over fast. Enough. It was too tacky. Too tacky. We put that regular grease in there, and it spins over like wildfire it just boom really that's incredible it was crazy I, I wouldn't have figured that no literally you uh, everybody sitting in this this studio would have said oh star is junk threw it away yeah that's, yeah that's what i thought and bob's like no something else is wrong because you you know i use my growler we talked about that a couple you know weeks ago and everything tested good and he's like well maybe you have a bad field coil i'm like well how the we test that and he's like well let's see what it does and immediately he's like oh that's too sticky Okay, so, huh. but uh, and that's incredible and th- that he even knew that and, right and off. The theme that. of me, you know, losing stuff that I need. There's a special <laughs> little fan that goes around where the brushes go, uh, that I restored, you know, blasted and painted, made all pretty, and then I took promptly a month and a half to rebuild the starter. I don't know where it is now. God, of course. So of course, as the brown world turns, no doubt. <laughs> oh, it's got oh, you. Back to the comments, real quick. Brian is saying, "Good morning, guys." Good morning. Um, so we are going to take a few minutes uh, now that you've you know kind of caught up uh, within reason. Uh, what's going on in our world? Well, what's going on with your house? So um, the the little house has. Um, you know, we've tried to, to kickstart it again while also maintaining forward trajectory on all the other things that we have going on in our life. Um, I think the thing that I'm, I'm most excited about is that, um, we are siding it. So kind of, kind of come, come heck or high water. Uh, we're trying desperately to have it look, um, aesthetically pleasing. Also, you know, the blue weather wrap, despite the fact that I have, uh, by pure coincidence, some of the best product as far as house wrap is concerned, it's now been uh, environmentally exposed for over a year at this point or going on a year at this yeah. point, um, which really that house wrap is really not meant to be that exterior grade. Uh, the, the, the good news is it actually, because it was such a high quality product that we got on clearance, um, which is really, again, if you're following along with the house build, maybe you're just encountering it. My wife and I are doing that very bougie, trendy, small house build, uh, you know. With Simpson flair. With Simpson flair, yes. right? Um, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, and we're learning a lot along the way. And that's part of the part of it. If you have, you well, know, kind any of. Any good project, you should learn a lot during the and project. And that's, that's yes. it's, the, it's the journey, not so much the destination, but I really yeah. want the destination to be done so that we can, you know, live on this beautiful piece of property. Oh, you. Right? <laughs> um, and, uh, and so this is the good news is the, the house wrap is, is good, but we've been doing a lot of stuff, you know, trying to do it affordably. So buying. Uh, p- beautiful sliding glass doors out of like clearance, uh, repurposed windows, uh, clearance, uh, house wrap. And you don't have to order them then. Oh, we don't have to order anything. <laughs> We're just kind of having to build a house around them, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so we are putting the siding up, um, you know, f- thankful for, 
Uh, Greg went out and helped on the house and, and set some of the starter stuff the other day. Uh, Jason has been helping uh, with a lot of it. And not only know, did he set some starter stuff, but he did like a whole side of your house in like like three hours. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. setting and all the only, starter and doing all that side. And, and he only he 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 only stopped because he just didn't simply have a tall enough ladder. Yeah. Like he would have like yeah. taken like a half an hour, sneezed at it, and it would have been you know the south end would have been done. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the many things in his repertoire that he uh, does well. Yes, <laughs> and I knew exactly what I was doing when I asked him to go out there. Yeah. Like I like I'm 100. I I pull no qualms. My wife and I are, are full amateurs. Uh, we have some experience in our college years doing, uh, you know, kind of residential improvements on, on, on houses and properties. We've been your standard average American homeowner doing uh, home improvement projects. We were building a small house, yeah. you know. So, but Greg was, you know, professionally employed for many years doing roofs and siding and, and a number of other uh, electrical work, so, a number of things. But I knew exactly what I was getting myself into, and I knew I was going to get an ear beating from him. But I chose to do it anyways because I wanted stuff to look nice. Right? Yeah, he was tactful. He was appropriate. He was yeah. super appropriate. So, um, But he did a spectacular job getting stuff kind of situated and started. Uh, I've had a couple other people reach out so they'd, they'd be willing to come out and, and help. Right now, I'm just trying to shoehorn some decent weather um, to, to try and to try and get this done. Yeah. You know, um, would really, really be tickled if by Christmas we could have this place looking like a house on the outside, at least, you know? Yeah. Um, and then this weekend we put all the road miles on Chuck, uh, just, you know, basically didn't shut him off. I was, I was all over Ohio, um, participated the, uh, the Goodyear blimp, uh, toys for tots drive, uh, 200, um, this is quite the contentious. So I'm just simply going to say between 240 and 260, I recognize that there, the numbers 243 have been out there, 253 have been out there, um, 266 have I mean, been put out there. When you get over 200 Jeeps, what's 20 Jeeps? I don't right. care. <laughs> I'm just here for a good time, right? Yeah. I'm not here for a long time, the folks. The were, were awesome. There, it was, there was uh, lots of cool Jeeps. People had a great... Um, attitude like yeah. people were, were super happy to be there did, uh, supporting a good cause did davy go out with you davy did not davy oh, actually that would have been really cool if he was allowed to fly the drone through it or something so uh and and that would be and 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 i hope that we can do it again in the future uh people were very receptive that we were there uh, that there was representation um and uh, there was a guy there who had a drone, you know, just an independent. Uh, he he did get permission because it is an airport, right? Right. Um, technically, it's airspace, mm -hmm. uh, but they did let him go up, take a couple quick pictures. So there's some really awesome pictures. Um, there was a Mini Cooper Club there, which I really oh. got behind. Of course, um, I thought it was super cool. So there was a a, a, a a motorcycle club, a Mini Cooper Club, a Mopar Club uh, mm -hmm. with a Ford Fiesta in it. Yeah. And uh, and then the Jeeps. And um, and then they opened to the public. The Jeeps alone um, donated over 6,000 toys in a matter of three hours. That's, That's awesome. incredible. Isn't that incredible? Uh, $1,000 in cash or just under $1,000 in cash and over 6,000 toys. And if you just think about a toy by today's standards, and I'm just kind of like thinking about this, um, a toy by today's standard is on average $10. I, and that's and that's on the that, low end. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a really But if we were end. to just say, if that was the low end, that means that the Jeep community gave on the low end, 
yeah. around sixty thousand dollars worth of toys. Yeah. Um, on Saturday alone. That's awesome. In that that two three hour window. So kudos to. Uh, the event organizers, kudos to the, the folks who participated. Um, you know, if we're to try to quantify this qualifiable situation, this outpouring of community support, uh, it was a phenomenal experience the, that was. The part that right? really spoke to me from the pictures is how big that hangar must be. It's enormous. I mean, the, the look, the, I saw Jeep going up hanger. to the, I get it, but the Jeep's going up to the tour. I was like, oh my God. Right. It looks like a Hot Wheels car. It looks like a Hot Wheels car going into the Yeah. yeah. Like, it's 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 a really cool experience. Now the blimp itself um is I didn't get a really good chance to to to, to be in awe of its size up close and personal. It's unbelievable. So I, the interesting thing, so my son went with me. Um actually for the Simpson household it was a big weekend of of you know kind of what I would call charitable uh, endeavor so leo and i did that on sunday or on saturday jennifer did a uh a, an adopt a family type thing on sunday um so we were both kind of running our our routes uh over the weekend with the season right um Leo uh, was with me for the Goodyear run. Uh, he was really smitten to be my stand-in cameraman. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see what kind of footage actually came back from that. Um, there was a lot of him videoing me, videoing him, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, of course. Um, but uh, he was looking up. He said there's only 25 blimps uh, left in the world, oh. um, a minimum of three of which I think uh, are Goodyear blimps. Um, there was some st interesting statistics that he was kind of Googling, uh, in absence of Jeffrey Jugling for I, us. I was going to say, I didn't realize there was that few left in the world. And that's, and I, you know, let's be honest, uh, you know, but I also didn't is, realize that there was that many Goodyear blimps. <laughs> well, right. And, and, and he <laughs> is, makes uh, sense. he is a kid, at it, least two in the, well, in the yeah. nation. So he is a kid. So let's, you know, let's, yeah. let's understand that while he's a very, you know, with it kid, you yes. know, so, I mean, I would be interested to juggle it ourselves, but, nah, I trust um, juggling. well, you know, it's good for, it's good for the internet. Yeah. Um, so it was, uh, it was well orchestrated. It was uh, appropriate, um, as far as staging and times, um, people new jeepers i had the opportunity to talk to a young man who was literally 16 hmm. uh, he got an xj it was his first vehicle um he said that he was uh he's in the uh a motorcycle community you know uh, social pages oh, he'll do uh, he's great in, then <laughs> well hold on he's in the he's in a, a motorcycle he's in a wrestling and he's in a mixed martial arts social oh. communities and he's recently joined the jeep community he bought the jeep before he even had a license and he said he had never met nicer uh, more welcoming and open open people than he had within the Jeep community so far, and I thought like that's a cool testament. Not only mm -hmm. is that are we there giving over six thousand toys and and potentially sixty thousand dollars worth of I, merchandise? I would say a minimum of sixty. 000. That's a minimum of sixty thousand yeah. dollars worth of merchandise. I mean, on honestly, we're probably pushing a hundred thousand by yeah. today's inflated standards, but. Then you have this young man who his first vehicle or, or, or his, you know, his Jeep and is this Jeep, this X-Day that he's built himself. He's so proud of his craft, right? He made this hood scoop. He put his lift kit on. He did this. He did that. And he's like, hey, people are really cool. Like, people are supportive. They're not trying to down talk me. Yeah. And, and I was like, that makes me so proud uh, to both be 
uh, in this industry, but also leaders of this industry. Yep. Um, and, and saying like, this is what we're capable of on this very individual level for people who are Jeep owners, but also for this grand level that we're giving away, you know, all of these, these toys and this happiness in this season. So it was just a, a really humbling uh, and, and excellent experience in that regard. Um, and then, obviously, for those folks who are on my social as well, you'll know that we went and did a really epic uh, Christmas tree hunt on Sunday as well before Jennifer went off to her event. Um, I saw the tree on the Jeep. And we did this, like, classic, you know, bound tree on top of Chuck Norris picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, kudos. You should. Uh, yeah, kudos to uh, Greg uh, Family Christmas Tree Farm and, and their indulgence in, uh, in, in that and um, and all that they do for our family this time of year as well. So uh, it was super cool. Look for more pictures on that uh, as well. So, yeah, lots of, lots of fun stuff. Like I said, Chuck Norris was all over doing stuff and, and being places and, and, and whatnot. So um, with that said, the bulk of our listeners are Jeep owners. Yeah. And for, you know, most of the nation um, and even Texas in the last couple of years, so yeah. the South, um, outside of maybe Southern Arizona um, and Southern Florida, you're not really going to get the winter stuff. But the rest of us, at some point in time or another, get the winter schmutz. Mm-hmm. And objectively, we want to focus on about four things that we think that will benefit you in your winter preparation. Yep. And we're just going to spend a little bit of time before we depart today talking about those things and expanding upon why we think they are valuable mm-hmm. um, and why we think these should be at the top end of your hit list for your winter preparation uh, for your Jeeping experience. Scott had already touched on it yeah. uh, or on one of them. I'm missing it. With uh, <laughs> the the interest uh, or lack thereof of a winch. Yep. Um, additionally, uh, the uh, one of the items that I would tell you is really valuable would be our, our replacement soft tops, mm-hmm. um, uh, specifically our best top replacement soft tops. Uh, additionally, we'll talk a little bit about WeatherTech um, or Husky floor mats um, and these really quality cut um, floor mats. And then obviously nice, good tires for winter as yes. well. And so... Yeah. I want to expand upon those things just in your uh, winter preparation um, ex- you know, experience to say, do you have these things? And here's why you should. Yep. So you want to tell us what your feeling is? Or how, how naked are you feeling without that winch on the front of your jeep? Well, I did finally you know, put the most required piece. If, you're, if you don't have your winch, you have to have this at minimum. My little purple strap. Oh, is no. Oh, oh, no. You're not going to do anything oh. with that purple strap. Hey, I pulled a compass out of a ditch last year with it my god he just produced <laughs> validate he, he attempted to validate his position in life yes. with this little three inch strap what, what he's not telling people is that the ditch was only you know a couple was inches deep my right? house. I was, uh... it, she pulled into she literally couldn't steer out of her driveway and went into the snow drift and then when i was trying to pull her oh it was a snow, snow drift not drift. a ditch snow drift. <laughs> oh this snow is drift. a tall so, tale the, the fish ditch. i caught was this big <laughs> anyway <laughs> Maybe, in absence, sad though. They, in absence of your up. toe strap, you'll, the the latest uh, YouTube video, folks, you're gonna want to watch it. We we resort back to our roots yes. in the latest uh, YouTube video because you didn't have your. And it three worked inch, fine. And it, it worked it, fine. It would work better if Neil was steering, from what I saw. <laughs> it was <fine>. silly. <laughs> 
Oh. Silly. Oh, so you did, dramatic. right? In absence of a winch, in an absence a of a winch, a toe strap is valuable. Not a chain, folks. No. Uh, we we all grew up on chains. There's a time and a place. Chains are great for binding Leave the chain on trailers. On the tractor. Leave your chain on the tractors. Put the chain on the trailer for binding purposes. Yeah. Um, long uh, static poles. Uh, there, there's chains have a place. I'm not here to just Good say for art projects. <laughs> Have you welded any chain projects? <laughs> but a good quality uh, toe I think strap. That was a yes. Or you've thought about or it. Or kinetic rope. Oh my God. You too. Or good kinetic rope are valuable. But ultimately, a winch is really you kind of uh, king yeah. of the hill. It's the best insurance policy. I can't begin to tell you, and that's what I was talking about. Chuck running all over the country. I feel. I feel great with my eighty two seventy four hanging off the front of the Jeep. I'm sure you do. You just never feel as kind of that insurance policy of having a good quality working winch yeah. ready to go at a moment's notice, uh, hanging out on the front of your vehicle. And, yep. and you can't beat that that uh, milestone of having that winch. Well, in my regard, yes, yeah. having that winch is an iconic, uh, an iconic piece, and 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 whatnot. And you know, again. People notice it. I think it's interesting, you know, being at the the event we were at. You know, that doesn't look like anybody else's winch. No. You know, but Jeffrey has the uh, the VRS uh, 10s, right? Yep. No, uh, I, not the S. I don't have synthetic. Oh, okay. You're you're the VR 10. Yeah. Okay. I and, eventually will be upgrading to synthetic because it's just the smarter choice. Well, and that's the thing with my 8274. I actually took a vintage 8274 and I wound it with a worn Spidora. Spidora. Yep. Uh, synthetic winch uh, line. Yep. And so I lost footage in my steel but cable. Saved a lot of weight. But I saved a ton of weight. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and safety. Uh, and 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 and, and, and as he, and he helped out uh, Snowflake, my wife's eighty five CJ seven, in the process by giving us his by old, donating the old, the old stuff, stuff, right? Stuff. Yeah. And I can contest winding that on that drum. Synthetic is better. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Oh, that's funny. So. Now, right now, what's happening is there has been a, well, arguably a, a shipping container load of the VR series worn winches. Mm-hmm. And it's worth talking about right now on this podcast because arguably you can get a worn winch for cheaper than you've ever gotten in your whole entire life, folks. Yes. Uh, the VR series was created to fill the competitive void of your Smittybilt uh, 9.5 or your Badlands uh, 12. Uh, there's a number of winches that are import-based uh, winches that are actually pretty decent. Yep. Um, again, the Badlands from Harbor Freight is honestly not a bad winch. Nope. Duty cycle is going to be low. You're not going to be doing any rock crawling competitions with that winch. No. Um, you'll you could probably start, but doesn't mean that you're actually going to be fully competitive. Uh, but the the Smittybilt nine five, um, they have a whole series uh, of winches. There's uh, we actually have a couple competing. Uh, Rough Country has a quality uh, yeah. entry level winch. Uh, OVS has a quality competing entry level winch. So Warren came in to the market and created their VR series. Um, it has been trending anywhere between six and eight hundred dollars for the last few years. Yep. Right now, they are offering a huge uh, rebate on them, and most most retail outlets are selling them. Um, between four fifty and five fifty. What's what I think is interesting about Warren specifically is that their price is no longer protected. So, uh, average consumer could end up overspending just because 
depending on where you look, the price yeah, is different. You need to shop around a little bit. So check. we happen to know where the better deals are at, and we can help source those prices and get you in the best deal here. Yep. And that would be our, our, our ideal situation is to get you into the Warren um, just because we understand their quality control. Oh, well, it's um, important to note that Oscar, the Jeep I just got sold off or adopted out, uh, had a VR10S on it. Yes. And it was just flawless. Now, what when sh- uh, what bumper did you put on your Jeep? I put the Mopar uh, metal front bumper. Did it do you have to you have to get the the Mopar winch plate as well, correct? So, I was looking into that and there's actually a ton of different options. There are a number of, of add-on options. Yeah, I can uh, get a winch plate from uh, RC, I can get it from Warren, I can get it from Mopar, I can get Rockhard it... Rockhard has one Rock as well. Rockhard no. has one. Uh, Rusty's has had one in the past. I there's know. a ton of different options there. Uh, pretty much price point and availability and a couple little niceties here or there. So are you planning to try and, and take advantage of this current Warren sale and and Put a, a winch into the bumper? Well, it depends on what the wife says. All right. Good <laughs> so uh, with that being said, I'm jumping back to the comments here. Daddy Jeep did say, I like my Quadratech winches. Uh, Darla said another thing to add to my list. And her wish list, that is. Yes. yes. Yeah, no yep. doubt. And, and, and it's important to note the quad winches are going into the same factories as Smittybilt or... Um, uh, they're probably going to be most similarly aligned to the Smitty lines. Uh, maybe the RC... Um, those types of factories are, 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 are arguably going to be sharing a lot of the same patterning, um, which is obviously also what Warren and, and some of the other, uh, you know, yeah. economy proven economy winches, it's right? Really- Amazon is still the wild West folks. So if yes. you see a winch, that's, you know, a no name, um, yeah, should I, be on wish. It should be on wish <laughs> or Timu. I, I would still, I would still avoid that. Um, I but, mean, really what came down to me for my last choice was why I chose the VR10S as I wanted synthetic. Uh, the quality of the remote was really paramount on me. And Warren makes their, their remotes kind of fit all Warren winches. Yeah. So if you are a multi-Jeep family and you decide to put Warrens on everything, one controller will fit everybody, Yeah. which is kind of nice. Uh, even though you bought the economy air quotes worn uh itself is the same plug and everything as their uh xeon and that kind of uh winches which i think is really cool and i and i can attest to the the fact that it just works whether you do the steel cable or the synthetic we've multiple times used it uh i have used it to pull a car out of a ditch last winter as well and yeah it it wasn't a small ditch the car was buried yep well and uh, and ultimately i was going to talk about your situation a little bit you actually opted um to utilize the rock hard um like add-on plate for a factory bumper on a plastic bumper for a plastic bumper so a lot of people have felt that the uh, the entry price point to put a steel bumper on their JLJT, um, and I do believe they have this available for JK as well, would be cost prohibitive yes. to putting a winch on. Yep. Um, and, of course, we recommend a good quality front bumper over kind of anything. Yeah. Um, and so if you're not going to put a good quality bumper on the front, then this add-on plate from Rockhard allows you to adapt uh, some front mounting points Right to, to the put, frame. Right to the frame. Yeah. Through your plastic bumper, more or less. Well, right um, behind it. So it doesn't even, you, you're not affecting your plastic bumper. You don't have to modify anything. Yeah. Right. Um, and so why don't you tell us a little bit about what your application is, Jeffrey? So it is basically a 
flat plate with the option for the bull bar, which I did put on there as well. And it tucks in behind your factory tow hooks on the front bumper. Yeah. And then bolts down underneath to the actual frame. So you have a couple mounting points. Uh, it's very secure. And by doing that option with a winch from Warren, like I did, especially with a deal now, you can get your winch set up for under $1,000. Most steel bumpers that are quality and worth putting on the front of it start at $1,000. A thousand bucks. So I, I did Scott Brown things, but the my bumper I put on mine is normally like $1,500. Correct. Yeah. And that doesn't include the winch or the, the or hardware. The tray. The tray. Yeah. yeah. So it's important to note uh, because Scott is reaching out to us in our comment section asking when the uh when is that worn rebate good through so the the purchase of that winch has to be done by december 15th and then uh you have roughly 30 days to submit the paperwork to warn um like any of our industry rebates um <laughs> i guess i'm not i'm a little i'm not trusting so do it sooner than later is yeah. is kind of always give them no reason to say no yep yep, yep absolutely so um but definitely factually what they're, you know, what they're indicating their timestamps, uh, purchase has to be done by December 15th and submitted by January 15th. Easy to remember. Yep. Um, so besides our winch and there's a couple applications to mounting it, uh, I'm going to jump right into, uh, again, I like WeatherTechs, but we've sold the heck out of Husky liners as well. Yep. Husky and WeatherTech, 100% USA, laser cut, exact fit floor mats. Now it's a simple, but it gives you a tremendous amount of peace of mind um, as, as an owner, having these slush mats in your vehicle. Um, you know, one of the things that I think we can all, at least in the, you know, the snow belt can, can remember when we didn't have these good floor mats years ago was that springtime foul smell. You used to have yeah. uh, March, April, May, somewhere in there as it started to warm up during the day. Be. I remember my old XJ. Yes. You, you'd have the, all this frozen water off your boots. Yep. And you don't really notice it Until during the winter. Until your flips when you're trying to use and the pedal. And then that first warm day and there's a pond. Yes. Because all that, that stuff has melted off the carpet and you're like, why do I have an inch of water in and, my floorboard? And board? has filled your floorboard. And right? then as an XJ owner, you you panic right because i have to bail now because get this <laughs> I, out of here i have I, to bail i've literally no plugs had so much build up that once you have the heat running you're driving it melts off and then when it sits it freezes so that your boot Slippery. is literally slipping yes. when yes. you're trying to hit the that's, gas or that's brake safe. it's fine <laughs> yes here's the thing i wanted to come in with a price point as far as your winter readiness uh list uh, as far as you know stuff for your jeep this you don't have to spend the thousand dollars if you want to spend $100, you can get yourself a nice set of really good quality, exact fit floor mats that are going to protect your investment of your vehicle, but then also give you that peace of mind when buildup does happen. You just grab that liner, you know, bail it out the side yeah. of your vehicle. Really pick it up, dump it, put it back in. Yep. Yeah, Move on with absolutely. Life. And Not got the cup. Right. And 500 trips <laughs> of the cup later. And if you're, if you're, if you're like any of us with, you know, kids, uh, being able to accessorize the back because yes. obviously they're dirty, muddy boot prints in and out of the vehicle. Yep. Food uh, and drink spills. Food and drink spills. There's lots of different, as far as those lines, as far as uh, Husky and WeatherTech alone, they've got seat protectors, they've got, you know, armrest protectors, they've got cup holder stuff, you know, all of those accessories. Um, and then they also have, you know, for man's best friend, they have cargo protectors and um, keeps the flathead mess at bay as well when you're hauling in the back of your Wrangler. You are the worst. <laughs> you are the worst. 
Yes, I keeps don't have all to do of that, that now. Um, <laughs> so, as far as those 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 things are concerned, if you are talking about winter readiness and your own pocketbook for for you or for somebody else, um, so you don't want to get the winch out. Uh, just yet. You could totally get into some nice floor liners. We also have those available. Um, I said, I, I like to sell the weather techs. I just, I like the Huskies as well. Um, and me, it's just really what's available for your specific model. Ex- and, exactly. And right. the weather techs have been very popular out of the shop list of lately too. No so, doubt. No yeah. doubt. Uh, I'm going to move on to tops just simply because I fielded a bunch of novice questions recently. Um, people looking for hard tops. It is the season where people want uh, that you know that better insulatory value from what they you know they perceive uh, from a hard top. Uh, road uh, temperature, all of those you know NVH noise, vibration, harshness, all of those things that that they think they're going to be gaining with a hard top. Here's an important PSA: two door JK and JL hard tops. Do not exist. Yeah. I say that tongue in cheek because, of course, somewhere out there they, they do. Yeah. But they do not exist like four door hardtops. They're not in a big supply. They're not in a big supply. And you're driving to get one. Very much so. You're putting the road miles on and you're paying a premium typically. Yeah. Right? And then how do you get it home when you get there? <clears throat> Absolutely. I, I've seen people drive topless. I got stayed away to go put our top on and drive home. Right. And you have to be, and you can drive with your top up, but then you got to be prepared to take your top down and do the whole switcheroo. And yeah, yeah, you know, and if there's a will, there's a way. Uh, I I totally recognize that. Um, But it's important as people are looking uh, that I think one of the challenges with our industry specifically is there are so many aftermarket parts that people think Tops, hard tops, are one of those aftermarket uh, products available in an abundance, and they simply are not. Just because you see the data set online does not mean that they're stacked up in warehouses ready to be purchased. Yeah, it's far worse than uh, Jeffrey's dryer. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, just ordering anything nowadays, uh, when a website doesn't tell you the availability... I recommend reaching out and asking because yeah. just because yeah. they list it doesn't mean they have it. Well, correct. and that's with us as well. You're correct. welcome to reach out to us and, and uh, we'll help you through the checkout process and, and, and acquisition of those parts. Um, but ultimately, I take you know a minute and say, uh, this is your time to upgrade and you know into a new soft top. Before January, February, before those deep-seated cold times come around, before you're so fed up with the drafts and the leaks, this is the time to do it. Um, it's going to happen. We're going to be inundated January, February, early March from people who are like, that's it. I can't take it anymore. I've got to do a soft top. Or they were brushing off their Jeep and accidentally uh, pierced a window. Or pierced something. a window because the plastics become old, brittled, and, and, yeah. and uh, scratchy. Um, this is the opportunity. The newest tops are are very thick. Uh, they're actually very good at keeping down the sound and noise and wind, um, and also keeping in the heat better than soft tops ever have. Yep. So, you know, definitely investing in a top prior to the harsh winter is to your advantage. And ultimately, if you keep your Jeep outside, you should invest in the better top. If you garage your Jeep regularly and it's just going to kind of sit outside while you're at work or, or your social affairs, then you can invest in uh, a, you know one of the older style fabrics, what's called a diamond fabric. But otherwise, you would want to be looking at the twill fabrics for most of your applications. Mm-hmm. Additionally, most 
soft tops are in the thousand uh, to fifteen hundred dollar range, and realistically, um, a aftermarket or a Mopar hardtop is pushing around three thousand dollars. So if a soft top has an average lifespan of five to seven years, um, depending on utilization you can theoretically replace your top twice to the once that you buy a hard top. And, you know, ultimately you're talking about 10 to 14 years worth of utilization. Very rarely do people keep their vehicles for that length anymore. Yeah. Last piece of, of winter preparation on our, our four part short list is going to be tires. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. Uh, I think tires are critical to winter weather. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and your type of tire, the type of tire and, the way that you're going to be using it matter. Yeah, you should, you should probably not pull the Jeep with TSLs out in the you know middle of January. If you don't know what TSLs are, folks, they are a super swamper. Yeah. Uh, you know, soft comp, reasonably soft compound, big, or, big yeah. lug. Uh, they got a big lug. They're really meant for the mud and the rock. Yeah, um, I mean, it might be good if you're just going out in a field full of snow, but maybe. that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it makes for good content right yeah, you know fine. um daddy jeep also just chimed in said if anyone needs a yj hardtop he knows a guy excellent there you go he's getting a plug online <laughs> or yeah. on air um the the thing is folks i actually got done watching uh, a christmas story it's just absolutely one of my favorite christmas movies which means um, we have to also transition back to the parade a little bit because we didn't talk about that yet yeah all right um and in in that the one of Ralphie's lines is that uh, his dad's tires only resembled the tire in the sense that they once were made of rubber and, and were right. slightly round. Yes, yes. You know? and they had to put a tire on in the movie, if I remember right. That's right, and they were bald as they're just bald as could be, slicks. Now, back in the day, that would have been a bias ply. It would have been a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, um, super fun. Uh, where our society. And it's it's interesting because I was just privy to uh, a, a meme online the other day where there were people were talking about uh, they used to drive you know they used to drive in two wheel drive rear rear wheel yep. two wheel drive no ABS no ABS no traction control bias ply tires and we did it just fine okay that was the That's statement fine. here's the thing we 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 literally travel faster. Yes. Like physically faster. The speed than we, limits have all been increased. Everything's been increased than that technology. And we're talking 20 to 30 miles per hour faster yep. than we ever traveled then. We travel further yes. as a society than we traveled then as on a whole, like on a big and, level. And we know better. And we know better. And, yeah. right? and, and additionally, the, one of the reasons why the tires are so critical is the vehicles have so many safety features built into it that you develop a level of comfort and don't realize how important those tires are. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And, and, and it, my big thing is I, years ago, uh, and I was absolutely a person who uh, disregarded uh, tires. And I also, as a novice, uh, you know, say a teenager, was doing my own brakes and all that kind of stuff. Chuck said, uh, Goodyear May, May Pops. <laughs> Better than when Pops. <laughs> uh, as a, a not, I didn't realize how, how important um the concept of saying you know the thing that makes you stop and the things that give you traction to the ground the things that keep you connected yeah. to the ground those really should be your highest priorities um in a good quality and professional approach so um with your winter you know shortlist winter preparation really really want to push home a, a good quality tire we like ats all terrains um that's actually slightly more aggressive than your all seasons most of your factory jeeps are going to come with like an all season tire uh we're going to move you one step further into an all terrain 
uh, one that has more bites and sipes. It's going to give you a little more of that off-road advantage. Um, you can do a lot with an all-season uh, in your, your general application, but as an industry, as us, as a business, you, as one of our listeners, uh, you know, kind of the minimum we want to see you in as a good quality all-terrain tire. Yep. And so, the proper air pressure. Oh yes. my goodness. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a conversation on it under its own. Um, but the bigger the tire, the less air it needs to be proper. Okay. That's, yeah. that's your, give us a five minute summary on the parade. Five minutes summary on the parade. Um, it was very jeepy here. It was very jeepy here. Uh, we had uh, multiple clubs represented. Uh, we had uh, reached out to a number of local businesses and, and personally invited businesses to attend with us. Um, we had uh, the objective to really just make people happy with our Jeeps as a community, as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, we pushed over 50 Jeeps um, throughout the parade. We actually cleared out the lot. You're going to want to watch the uh, the most recent YouTube video uh, with some of the preparation leading up to the parade night and then some of the fun footage uh, downtown. Um, we ha There's a category in the local parade now with most participants. Uh, we're pretty certain that they just... Uh, added they that, that they us. made that up for uh, the Jeep for us as the Jeep people because we um, always win it. <laughs> yeah, because now we're we're just I, I don't know like I don't know who else would win it unless you had like a, a full congregation or a whole organization that marched through the parade <laughs> or something. Well, and that's that's the funny part is that even like the marching band they have a lot of participants. Yeah, but when you count over fifty Jeeps and all of them are full, yes, yeah. with people. I mean, you're just you're not going to compete with that and i think that's that's what's really cool is that they're all um most of them are full right yeah. and and if they're not um if you ever were were thinking hey i'd like to participate but my jeep is down or uh i you know i'm i actually experienced somebody said hey my her grandchildren were out of town and so she wanted to do the parade but she wanted other people to participate you know she was actually able to get some other kids uh and families to just ride along in the jeep with her yeah, yeah. because it was it's a cool experience right um and, and something that just my wife was prepared i was not prepared i forgot what i bought and i was just imagining what had happened prior years you know we've taken the seven through we've taken obviously oscar through lots of times and you know, kids are trying to throw candy out the back window and have them end up inside. And I literally had this conscious thing of like, oh, now I'm going to be finding like Tootsie Rolls underneath the back seat for the next six months. My wife's like, why would we do that? We're just going to sit in the bed and throw from the bed. And I was like, huh. The Browns learned from The Browns from me. learned. <laughs> Your mind was blown. And I was, my mind was blown. And I had a very quiet, uh, single, you know, you drive. rode by yourself. Rode by myself. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I could have invited other people to come and ride yeah, with me totally could <laughs> totally could so we um we approached it differently as a business than we have in the past because again we 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 pushed for for ample we've always wanted people to come and join us but yeah. i don't know that that message really got out there the way that i that that i desire it to right and, and we had more of a thought before we just people kind of come in under their own volition and then we would all try to form a a, a line to get out of here and this time we're like listen we're gonna have a plan yep we're gonna have everybody come in in a certain orientation so that we can all flow out at a certain orientation because when it's time to move it's it's go time yes yeah and it worked 
perfectly. Flawlessly. It was awesome. We had set up with spotters to help direct people. So Neil was at the front directing people. I was getting people out on the lines. It it just, it flowed better than it ever has. And, you know, we had uh, a great participation. Uh, The city literally came in. One of the, the city officials made sure to come over that night. Right after the parade, as we were kind of decompressing here, uh, come over after the parade and and come in and just be like, thank you so much uh, for hosting that. The people love it. We love it. It makes the parade. Now, the parade as a whole was one of the biggest parades I feel like this town has has seen yeah. in decades. Well, they, awesome. they were saying they invited like every fire department within but Huge even just radius. local organizations so, between with that floats. It was yep. wild, you and, know. And the other thing that really stuck out to me that I'd never seen before, and it's probably just you know Scott. There was people throwing ducks in the parade, not just candy. They're throwing candy and ducks. So let's talk about the jeepers in general. That right? was because awesome. <laughs> I think it's really interesting, and and I and I'm trying to recognize whether this is happening across the U.S. and 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 further. So our listeners are going to need to chime in. I need to know, yeah. but certainly in our local area, jeep. Uh, clubs and groups and individuals have swarmed to support their local Christmas parades. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were probably uh, four or four other, three or four other Christmas parades that have happened that have had yeah. uh, a showing of Jeep show up uh, to to help, uh, you know, celebrate at those Christmas parades. At our Christmas parade alone, and this was one of the really cool things, um, we act as just kind of a host site. I was going to say, I got to throw credit out to my sister because she puts on a very nice um, kind of continental space where we yep. do uh, drinks and hot chocolate and, and cookies, cookies. And, and, and apple slices. She always tries to come up with something kind of like kitschy and cute and unique. Um, Not only the, that, but then she decorates the whole shop. She decorates the, the front you know, end of the showroom and everything so, so for us. So it's not mechanics trying to... Put up a tree. And- God, we tried that. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. It was years ago, and it was terrible. Unfortunately, she has stepped up. Um, I have kind of bequeathed that uh, that expectation yeah. to her. She takes it and runs uh, wonderfully. People are very receptive and responsive. You get to come in. You get to get the two-cent tour of our facility. Uh, we're highly transparent. There's lots of things going on. You can see right into the, the workspace. sanctum workspace uh, of this building. And, you know, we're here uh, hanging out with you. And then the Jeepers decorate, right? And yep. you get to decorate <clears throat> your own Jeep. And you have your own, like, uh, there was bubbles. There was confetti cannons. There yeah. was ducks getting thrown out. Yep. I mean, that was wild, yep. you know? And, and, uh, and because of the theme of this parade. Which was a Christmas story. A Christmas story. My wife got a, the pink bunny costume. and she I was a was little like, disappointed that I didn't get to wear it. <laughs> She went on to it like this. The bunny has spoken. It gave her such this confidence level. I was like, you know, Scott's uh, decoration game is very low. Put a bow, bow on the front, little, little reindeer antlers. I'm good. Yes. No. You showed me up this year. She I was impressed. brought her A game. She was excited. And she was super excited. I I was not prepared. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to have a tote decoration or a tote just for Jeep decoration at this point. I was like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was super cool. If you're if you're in our local um local ish space uh and know that we've had people traveling um Excuse me. As as much as our shop supports a three hour market radius, we are regularly getting people from an hour, an hour and a half coming in for this parade. Yeah, so awesome. 
we uh we we appreciate that um please if you think about joining us uh do absolutely make that a priority next year so right now we have kind of a friendly competition going on between our 4th of July parade and our Christmas parade and which one uh is is producing more jeeps and right now uh as of our most recent history uh this particular Christmas parade you know has taken has taken the reins on uh, pun intended on you know on on the the competition here. Well, I'm gonna have a call to action since I'm the vintage guy in the vintage corner. We had a XJ at the Christmas parade. So yeah, I'm, sp- I'm speaking to you, the universe. We need all the vintage jeeps for the Fourth of July parade. You oh, have no boy. excuses. <laughs> That's right. We, I understand the snow and the salt. Believe me, I understand. But Fourth of July parade, we gotta show them up because they're. I mean, I, I I love me a good JK JL and Gladiator. Don't get me wrong, but th- there was a XJ. Yeah, the twenty plus year old uh, vehicles were not know, here. We're not not twenty five year plus. Uh, year only old I can hope is that they're all at home, snug in their car covers. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> busy busy week, um, and we've got about three weeks uh, as we head into the Christmas season. Um, and I suppose uh, I've, you know, put we've it pushed, enough. we put it off enough. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey claims that there might be music. I, I'm going to try. I can't promise that it works. Otherwise, uh, we might be going acapella in the process. So uh, there are four days, and I made it easier for you to read by just doing the uh, actual Jeep part of it. You have to insert the rest of the lyrics yourself. Oh, geez. Because I know you know the song well enough at this point. Wow. <laughs> wasn't ready i wasn't ready because who reads from the bottom up oh i did do it backwards for you didn't i you did oh that's that's because when you get to the the 12th day you'll be able to just go right down the list i had a i had a reason for it no yeah yeah all right all right let's see if there's music (laughs) in the background here i I hear something (laughs) this was a soundtrack one i'm just saying this is like a 90s Muzak commercial on the first day of Christmas. Jeep miss. My true love gave to me. What? Where are we? Is this? Is it we're playing? Gonna, we're going to start it over. Is it playing? It was playing. Do I need to turn the volume up Is there up a, a vamp? Is, it a va- is there anything? Don't go too loud. My old man's, uh, my sensitive ears. On the first day of Jeep miss, my true love gave to me a Jeep bill, but... What it, it this miss my two gave me two Jeep waves and a and a Jeep built by uh, How's the first this? one? I, I'm sorry. I don't even know. I this music is so awful. <laughs> me three new Jeeps. What is this? Oh, I've said they we're, don't have music. Nope. They what? don't ha- they don't have music and we're just gonna we're oh. just gonna do it acapella my goodness <laughs> you're glad you didn't have music folks it was bad i don't know what i picked but well, it was not jeff's, jeff's gonna have it, to edit that in for the, our speaker listeners off your speakers so that you could take your mic and put it there and no improvise. no we're just doing <laughs> i can play it off the phone oh, on the point. first day of jeep miss my true love gave to me i'm missing the music a jeep built by sfj there it is on the second day of Jeepmas, my true love gave to me two Jeep waves and a Jeep built by SFJ. How? What? Is, that is going to be really, really tough. I know. <laughs> I can't make it too easy for oh, you. Oh my goodness! 
On the third day of Jeepmas, my true love gave to me three new Jeeps. I was going to do five golden rings. Two <laughs> Jeep waves and a Jeep built by SFJ. I, who's who's getting three weird. Jeeps for who's, Christmas? Who's getting three new Jeeps? Well, well, there, you're in your household, I not mine. I, I know the Fury's got three Jeeps this year. Well, that's, oh, uh, that's well, not, not all okay. that this year. Well, yeah. <laughs> goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God this is almost over. The, then that music was terrible. It was. I'll give On you that. I should have just made it myself. Miss my true love gave to me four beadlock wheels. He's repurposed that one. We've yeah. had beadlock wheels in the past. Yeah, what about so the we're a fi- we're a spare tire we're a company. Company. I, we're a spare tire I company. I understand that. Three new jeeps, two jeep waves, and a jeep built by SFJ. <laughs> See, you got it. So <laughs> next week, good luck, folks. Next week, I'll try to actually just make the music myself because obviously uh, I can't rely your on commercial ears are music. bleeding. You, pe- everybody has it turned was so off. So bad, the, and, every- um, and the and the peoples need to hear it. You need to figure that out, Jeffrey. Well, additionally, so I think it's just because I tried to use commercial. It was we were allowed to use it, but it whatever reason it wasn't That's working. That's fine. Yep. Okay. So uh, I want to also say that yes, there are some repurposed items. From the last two times that we've done this, mixed throughout, we, we and they fresh. may not be on the same item line that they were before. So I'd, I'd like to hear our listeners see if they remember which ones are repeats oh, and where it was last time. Awesome! So that was actually Davy's idea to to do that because I was struggling to come up with some some fresh some fresh content. Huh? Yeah. So I get it. All right, folks. It's been a uh, a whirl. And uh, the last couple of weeks have, have been uh, a great kickoff to the season. We, we hope that you are uh, plowing right through this uh, wintry season, wherever you're at. And uh, if you're in need of something, give us a call, uh, email, text our text-only number. Uh, we're here to be uh, a help to you. We've been collecting Jeeps like crazy. Uh, we appreciate that uh, you know, to a degree, we'd yep. like for you to call ahead before you just drop them off. Uh, things, <laughs> but, um, and uh, but it is what it is. We understand that you know we are providing a service, and and you're that you're in need of right now in the parking lot alone. We have California, Texas, Kentucky in the building, Florida, um, along with our Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York customers. Um, so it's definitely a busy one. We've got plenty to do. Without further ado. Jeep on. Jeep on. Jeep on. Jeep on.